We're back again. Yay! Dodge break back home, keratin, herring balls, scratch drive, bullhog, cliff walk, don't go bald. Here's the deal! How we doing today, shotties? I'm good. Hmm. We all needed a sip. I just ate some peanuts, so. Some peanuts. My mouth was quite nutty. Ew. <laughs> How we doing? How y'all feeling? You guys are both wearing your scrunchies and then my hair's down. You want to put your hair up? Yeah, put your hair up. Oh, okay. Do you you don't have key. to. Yeah, it's you like, have a hair tie. I don't have anything. It's like those one girls from 13. Either on, on there or you can look in the drawer. There might be a scrunchie in there. What were their names? In here? Don't know. From 13 going oh, on 30 is. and they all wore their hair like this. Oh my gosh. Jenna! Oh my gosh, it's my Now you have to be one of us. Stay tuned, downies. Look how What's cute you are! Like your little front pieces. Oh yeah, thanks. You're so Sometimes LaShawn, I'll put too much and he goes, oh, you look a real Amish right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I am. I'd be looking real Amish. That's hilarious. Okay, I have a surprise for you guys today. Woo! Ooh, another surprise. And um, I, kind of, I kind of worked pretty hard on this, so I really hope you guys like it. But I want to tell you a little story. Oh. Is that okay? okay? It's story time today. But it's like... She's going to start laughing. Is this like an ad lib story? Do we get to pick Are it? you about to go like Hamilton on us? I am not. Oh. So it's actually... The reason why I did this is because we posted on our Instagram. Um, like suggestions of what we should do. And someone... Millie. You remember Millie? Millie May? Uh-huh. Millie May. Millie May. What a girl. Gave us an idea. Cute. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great, but that sounds like a lot of work. Um, update, it was. But I think it'll be worth it. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read off of this. Okay. I'm going to be taking you to a small coastal town in Victoria, Australia. So we're leaving the country. Um, it's called Portland, which we have one here in America. So that's crazy. Why do you look confused? Wow. I was like, are we leaving? Yeah, we're leaving. Um, <laughs> Portland is the oldest European settlement in the state of Victoria. Cool. Um, and it's rich with history. There's a building in particular that I want to talk about. It was built in 1844. So it's old as fuck. And, um, it was, oh, um, it was, sorry. It was home for a long time to the London Inn, what was called the London Inn. So it was an inn okay. for a long time. Okay. It's one of Victoria's oldest buildings. Um, okay. but later it was renovated into a beautiful hair salon where many people in the coastal cool. town would flock to get their hair done. And this is where our story takes place. Ooh. Okay. Okay. What kind of story is this? On the morning of May 3rd, 1991, Margaret Penny and her hairdresser, Claire Acox, were found murdered in the old London Coiffure Salon. Dun, dun, dun! It's a true crime episode! Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, okay. Yay! Okay, okay so here, what I'm going to myself so Okay, <laughs> yes. Like, I need energy. Okay. Yes. So I want y'all to listen, but I also want y'all to give commentary where you where you feel the need mm -hmm. to. Um, okay, so Claire A. Cox, which is the hairstylist, was born on December 17th of 1941. Shortly after graduating high school, she went to get an education to be a hairdresser. Same, same. Mm -hmm. Love okay. that. She seems like a queen. Um, she once even had her own salon when she was living in Hamilton, which was also in Victoria, um, in the 1960s. So she's a businesswoman. All right. Um, Often people would say, like you hear all the time, she was known as a very loving, caring person. She ended up getting married and having kids, and they later moved to Portland in nineteen in the nineteen seventies. 
Cool. Okay. 1970s. Yeah. What a time. Okay. Yeah. That would be fun being a hairstylist. In the 70s? Can you imagine all the hair she got to do? Ugh. I feel like it's kind of the same, but with like a lot more fried hair. Honestly, though, you know, yeah, like, and like, all, like you yeah, know, could you imagine the race. smells? Yeah. Could you imagine the smells? Oh, not only like the chemical smells, but the cigarettes. All right, Margaret Penny, who was the client, was born on May 15th, 1932, in Scotland, actually. Um, and her family, or after her schooling, her family moved to Australia, so she moved with them. Um, she was described as a very social person, and she loved to go out and do a lot of things around town. Um, the day of the murder, Margaret's granddaughter was actually staying with her that week. Um, and usually she would take her granddaughter to the salon to go with her. Because, you know, you take, you know, your little kid to go. Maybe she could get, like, a wash and blow dry, something like that. Super fun. But she decided to actually leave her granddaughter home with Margaret's hu- husband, Robert, so the two could put together a new swing set. So wait, Margaret is a hairstylist. No, Margaret is a client. Oh, so okay. she was going okay. to her appointment. Okay. Claire is our hairstylist. Claire is a hairstylist. Yes. So uh, Margaret's appointment was at two o'clock. She arrived for a appointment for a color cut set in style, which just takes you back into the wow. 90s. This was in the 90s. Um, so, I mean, I can only imagine the difference in hair trends. But yes, she was going to get her hair colored, cut, set, and styled. Wow. Yeah. That's like a three-hour appointment probably. Yeah, oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah. What day was it? Saturday? I have no idea what day of the week it was. Also, I have to tell you guys, though, <laughs> when I was first planning this, so this, the murder happened on May 3rd of 1991. When I was first planning this was a few weeks ago, and I literally, it was like midnight, and I was reading up on it, and I read that it was May 3rd, and I was like, oh my god, that's today. And then I thought I was going to get murdered. <laughs> While I was working. Because honestly. How exciting. I don't know how. I (laughs) I go to her history and they're like, she was reading up on murders. And then. And then she she was murdered. murdered. (laughs) Oh my god. Honestly, I don't know how all the true crime girlies be doing this shit because I was getting scared the whole time. Because now I'm like, last night I did all of this pretty much because I, um. Procrastinated because that that one night that I was doing it, I was like, no, 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 I can't do this anymore. I was like, I got to go watch my comfort show. And then. Last night I did it because I was like, oh, we record tomorrow. So, like I said, I'm a procrastinator. Okay. Um, during the appointment, there was a dentist upstairs who claims he heard a scream during the appointment's time frame. An insurance insurance agent who also worked on the same floor as the salon also heard a scream around the same time. Margaret was expected to meet a friend after her hair appointment, but obviously never showed. When this happened, her friend became worried and went to the salon, but found the doors locked. So she obviously felt like something was off and she ended up calling the actual salon owner. So the salon owner gets there, opens up the salon and walks in and immediately notices that everything is in disarray. Like imagine walking into the salon, like front doors of the salon or even back, like back room and just notice everything like on the floor, like sprawled Mm -hmm. out. That would be freaking terrifying. Also, who commits double homicide at 2 p.m.? No, exactly. Like, it's daytime. Yeah. Go get lunch. <laughs> anyway. Go take a walk in the park. <laughs> For real. Like, you live go in touch freaking grass. Portland, Australia. <laughs> like, go get on a boat or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. agree. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. It's okay. heading so close into to it. Home. I know. I'm in it. No, I'm into it. Let's do it. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, when the salon owner... So, like I said, the salon owner entered, entered to the salon being in complete disarray. Um, 
she walked into the shampoo room, which was in like the back. Like she walked through, she saw everything. It was like a purse, I believe, that had like all its contents on the floor and everything like oh, that. Not the purse. I know. So she walked in to the back room and immediately saw two feet on the like laying down on the floor Gosh. next to a hair dryer. Next to a hair dryer. And how she ironic. ended up turning around and calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the story was she ended up turning around and never went back yeah and that's it story. and the bodies are still there bodies no. are still there to this day no so she ended up calling the police um this is actually really sad but one of the police officers who came to the scene and discovered the bodies was claire's son oh oh yeah my that's really god that's yeah. heartbreaking what man. you know that drive was probably so hard for him like well, driving there knowing his mom works there, there. yeah mm-hmm. like that's scary yeah and then not knowing if it's gonna be your mom or not mm-hmm. also i don't know because i didn't there was no information on this but i guess they had to be the only two people in the salon yeah that makes sense so there must have been like it must have been a pretty small salon it must have been something like that um no support staff or anything like that because it had to have only been this so triggering man oh my god i know i'm never coming in on my day off dude because i literally i'm in the front like if something happens i'm dying first i know i think about there are too too. many witnesses in our salon though i know but still like there could be one crazy person that just comes in straight up and i would be the first one um so margaret and claire were found beaten and stabbed multiple times the scene was brutal, but Margaret seemed to get the brunt of the action, at least on first sight. Um, her hands and feet were bound with a, an electrical cord, and there was blood pulling around both of their heads as well as splattered all over the walls. Both of their throats has, had been slit, and Claire's hands showed defensive wounds. Dude, this is aggressive. Wait, okay, okay, I'm confused. So Claire died, and who else? They both Margaret. Died. So Margaret, the, the client. client, the client, and the stylist both were murdered. Oh, Double homicide. Double murder. Which client would you want to get murdered with? That's a great question. Well, I don't want my client to get murdered. Yeah, not really. Well, no, but if you had to, would there be a client that you would? I feel that you like want to get murdered with Claire's my favorite client, so I feel like we'd go through it together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would just want Aaliyah there. Number one, because she could probably hold hold her own yeah. a little bit more than I could. Yeah. She would probably be the one with the defensive wounds on her hands. And yeah. also I just think that me and her really should just die at the same time. Because yeah. if it's I like if I died, book. she would be very sad. And then if she died, I would be very sad. So we just need to die at the same time. So I think yeah. I would want Aaliyah. And she is a client of mine as well as my best friend. So mm, I like that. Yeah. I'd want Christina, my client who's a cop. Oh, that's well. You're yeah. thinking logically, not yeah. emotionally, which is very. Well, also, I love Christina too, and we can along so great. I'd be like, yeah, you let's do it. We oh, destroy her together so much. So I think them. <laughs> I want to put them through do the that same out of suffering. Love. I would do it out of like logic. Yeah. No, well, that's smart. I don't think I have any clients. Or really my male bad. client. I have one. No. Oh my gosh. I would do my client Brittany. Um. The Brittany's that die together. Yes, you did her hair that one time. Oh, okay. I cool. love her though. She's I real sweet. Love that one. I really enjoyed like all the conversation. Yeah. We talked the entire time. Yeah. She was like, "Wow, you're catching up with me." I'm like, "I could talk more." Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I would she's choose her. Great. I would choose she's her. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. She's a bad a. Yeah. She could. Holy. She could kick. Yeah. Sure. That's a good person to choose. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll have to tell her that when <laughs> when I do her hair dog, she would literally love For that. For sure. Okay. So unfortunately, there was very little forensic evidence that could be collected from the scene. Um, and it, 
the stuff that they could collect from the scene was very difficult to use because when you think about it a hair salon is like a forensic nightmare that makes sense because of dna everywhere dna is everywhere between the hair between Mm -hmm. people touching the same things over and over again there's a million fingerprints Mm -hmm. there's also a ton of foot traffic because there were apparently a ton of footprints but they really couldn't tell if those footprints had been there and the blood kind of was like dried Mm -hmm. over it or if it was like you know they weren't like because so many people have walked through, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, a hair, a hair salon is a forensic nightmare, which scares the crap out of me. So, I hope nothing happens. Like, this is why I was like, ooh, I like this, but this is also terrifying because, like, we're going to give somebody an idea. That's all I keep thinking. No, we're not. No. No, we're not. Um, I know some audience members will probably be the same thing as me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, stop. You're scared. All right, me. keep going. Okay. I thought this was going to be fun. Okay. Um, so, there were... A few different suspects in the murders, um, but the killer has yet to been identified. Oh, I'm done. I don't day. like this. I only like when they're. <laughs> I only like when they Dude, know who did it. When I watch crime junkies, I have to go to the solved ones. Yeah, I, I can't won't watch it unsolved because then I know that there's a killer out there. Well, the. Oh, I was about to say this was in the '90s, so they could still be alive for they sure. But this was also in Australia. Don't get in your anxious heads. Don't okay. tag it. No, I just want to know. But who did it. also, also, there is some hope. There is some hope. Okay. So Robert Penny, who was married to Margaret Penny, remarried not long after the murders. He did it. His behavior after the murders became very suspicious to many people around him and in the town of Portland. Mm-hmm. He actually allegedly left not long after the murders too, which. There's stuff to be said about it because apparently Claire's husband also left, claiming it was just, like, too difficult to be around and whatnot. Okay, but, like... And Robert also claimed you're the same If kill your thing. wife... That granddaughter knows. The granddaughter totally no, knows she she's a kid. If you're going to kill your no, wife, we just her hairstylist well, out of she it. Well, here's the thing. like, still going through the motions knowing that her grandpa left. Well, and she's still trying to connect the dots. Well, here's the day. thing, too, is because you have to think about it, is that, like, technically Robert has an alibi because... He was at home watching his granddaughter. But so either he took his granddaughter with her or just left his granddaughter. He at home. left his granddaughter. I am telling or you right now. There I are feel suspicions, it. and I do have this written down, that he hired a hitman to kill his That's wife. That's what I was thinking. Because it comes out later after the murders that, and this was way previous in the past, that he had been, um, he had admitted to either having an affair or being unfaithful to Margaret during their marriage at one point. So the way that they were murdered sounded really personal. Yes, it so does. I well, think it was definitely And him. get this. So allegedly the night of the murders before anything had been like publicly told or anything, um, he told people that the pair were killed with a knife and a rat tail comb. The rat tail comb was found at the scene, but it was never confirmed as a murder weapon. But it was completely possible that it could have been. Wait, he told people that? He told people that. This was before anything was released. Yeah. And then he claimed, because he told people that, he was like, well, I was just using context clues. Like, that's what I, like, assumed. Oh, my gosh, no. He so murdered them. And the granddaughter is, like, literally in therapy now because of it. We should look up the granddaughter. Find out, like, her history. I really should have. I really should have, honestly. Um, But honestly, the rat tail comb thing... That's crazy. Gave me the heebie-jeebies. Because I think about that sometimes. All the time. You could hurt someone with a rat tail comb. It scares the crap out of me. I poked somebody one time, and I literally, I started crying. I just felt so bad. Because I, like, it, No, because like, that crap would hurt. Shake, like, I Because a lot of them are real pointy on the end. Yeah? Yeah. Crazy. Um, okay. 
none of this information oh yeah okay so um it's okay yep already yep some people believe he hired a hitman to kill his wife so in april of 2015 robert was charged for both of the murders unfortunately though he passed away in march of 2016 before any hearing could be like could have taken place um and he died from natural causes so most oh people gosh. still believe that he was the one to kill the two women on that in the salon that day some aren't so sure so this case to many people still remains unsolved i'm just upset because why like why would you involve her hairstylist like if you don't want to be with her anymore fine well some people so it's a witness yeah but also also i heard that claire was seen walking out of the salon during the appointment but it was such a small town that it wasn't like uncommon for like if the salon owner or the the salon person had to like run a quick errand like the person in the salon could hold down the fort so a lot of people also think that like maybe okay he was planning it because he knew claire had to go do something during the appointment that day he waited for her to leave went in to go murder her but claire came back and that's why maybe she has the defensive wounds and that's why margaret got the oh. most of the because it was for margaret that makes so much sense yes yeah. And then he probably thought that he could get away with it. Like, oh, some robber came in and then killed yeah. her. But then it was just way, it took way too yeah. long. Do people not know that, like, divorce exists? I don't understand, like, but well, some people, like, just murdering your Also, yeah, he, I think he was, like, riddled with guilt because he was having, like, an affair. Okay, then why would you make your guilt worse by murdering I mean, her? that's the thing. I do believe in the hitman thing. I think he hired a hitman to kill. But it was such an emotional Yeah, murder. it was pretty personal. So that's, that's the thing. So my first one. theory... There was when, a hitman, they would have just shot her. Yeah, I guess that's true. My first theory when we thought it might be the husband is he bought that swing set on purpose so that he would have a reason for the granddaughter to stay back mm-hmm. and not be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good that's it's a very premeditative. That's a good point. For sure. Premeditative. But <laughs> also hitmen are typically not that messy. They're not gonna be that messy. They're gonna do yeah. a short and clean. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, like unless a, you hired your friend Bobby from down the street. Yeah, which you never yeah, know. No. But that is very true. It was a very personal attack. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could totally flip it out. No, this is like way out there. But it could be like the hairstylist and the client were having an affair and he caught and found out about it, <laughs> murdered her. There's so many things you could do. Yeah, there are so many things. But I'm telling you, we should look up that granddaughter. We probably should. And find out what she's doing right now. Yeah. And I would send her a letter, an honest letter, and be like, do you know the truth? You should. She might. So apparently she's there is now. a lady who wrote a book on this because she became like fascinated with this case. And like multiple people have reached out to her. And of course, of some people are probably just bullshitters who are like horrible people and want to be like, yeah. oh, I know things, I know things. But like a lot, like apparently somebody reached out to her in like 20, the book came out in like 2012 and like somebody reached out to her in like 2015 and was like, I think after he died, so maybe 2016 and was like, I know who did, like who committed these murders and then like never responded, like never got back to her, all of that stuff. So who knows if people like actually know. Yeah, that but that's the thing is that like time someone's got to, which is so shitty. It is so shitty. It's so shitty. But someone's got to know. Like that's the thing. Someone has to know what happened. I'm telling you, she knows. She was like seven. I was about to say, she was pretty she young. Could, but that's the thing you could remember. Like I'm telling you, she probably like has it pushed out of her head that her grandpa was there the whole time. And she like told herself, because your brain can do that. And I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, she went to therapy. They would probably reach out of her, and it would be that she is hyper focused on this. She is <laughs> because, like, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Have knows. you ever done one of those? Um, 
the boxes, the true crime, yeah, murder mystery boxes. So now I've always wanted to do I was about to say you need to because you are in those right now. Yeah. Um, I actually wow. have one if you want to. Me and Sophie did one not long ago. Um, we did that was the time. I love those crazy but. town. That was great. So there you there you have it. I'm gonna try to find more and maybe we can do like, like little more. true crime segments. Dude, what if um, we like all do it? Like she could look up one, yeah. I could look up one, and like every like every one to three yes. episodes we do. Let's do that. Okay, we do that every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We'll switch it off. Because I honestly like I enjoyed like researching and everything. Yeah. It's, it's it is a lot of work. Like you gotta look through a lot. I can do the but next one. yeah, you should do Yay! Okay. Oh my gosh, fine. Fun. Hair and true crime. So thank you, Millie, for giving us the idea of thank making you. hair Shout and true crime Mel. go together. Um, if you have any other, like, this is why we ask for suggestions of what you want us to do and talk about because yeah. we will do it. We will yes, and it's fun. Put in the work, and it's fun, and it's more interesting for you guys as well. So if you have any suggestions of what you want to hear, to, oh my gosh, of what you want to hear <laughs> next, let us know. But that pretty much that pretty much covers it. I think this Ooh. is a shorter episode, but I think you know, straight and to it's the good. point. A shorty and a goodie. I loved it. Shorty and a goodie. Mm-hmm. I love like it. our hairs. Boom. All right. Love it. All right. Um, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram um, at Here's the Deal Pod. Um, and our Instagram, there's a link tree connected to our personal Instagrams. If you want to reach out to us or just follow us on there, um, like, subscribe, and let us know what Van you want to hear from go. us. Van go. Pokemon, go to the polls. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal.